Hi, today is January 31st. Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Boeing and NVIDIA. Thanks. All right, uh, before we talk about all the GameStop mumbo-jumbo, let me just go ahead and talk about the uh, earnings like I do every episode. Um, nothing really notable on Monday. Before open on Tuesday, you have Pfizer, Alibaba, UPS, ExxonMobil, and Harley-Davidson. After close on Tuesday, you have Amazon, uh, Google, Chipotle, EA, Match, and Amgen. Before open on Wednesday, you have Spotify, after close on Wednesday, you have PayPal, Qualcomm, eBay, and Grubhub. Before open on Thursday, Yum Brands. And then after close on Thursday, you have Pinterest, Snap, Peloton, Blizzard, or Activision, whatever you want to call it, uh, and Unity. As far as earnings go, uh, a lot of the news of just like Shorts, Robinhood, Webull, all these brokerages, Citadel, they're going to be overshadowing a lot of the news that comes out with these tickers. Um, but the biggest day for this week is notably Tuesday. A lot of people are speculating things about Alibaba that you want to probably keep your eyes on. And then Amazon and Google will absolutely set the pace for tech um, for the rest of the earnings quarter. Uh, so you just want to make sure that, you know, whether or not you're overly invested or underinvested in tech, that's up to you. But Tuesday after the bell is a very, very critical moment for, you know, just the overall consensus of where the market might want to go. So just to have that on your calendar, Tuesday after close, Amazon and Google are reporting. I want to note one more thing before going to the next section. Um, I think that eBay uh, facilitating uh, collectors is very, very cool, meaning um, there's something that they do where they um, have this special shipping program where you pay a dollar to ship cards instead of having to pay like the seven, eight bucks it would cost or normally cost for you to send a trading card like to New York from California. Now it's like a dollar or it's around that price. Um, eBay taking advantage of this collector boom is cool. This does not mean buy calls. <laughs> okay, listen to me again. This does not mean buy calls. I just think it's cool. So I would like to hear on the earnings report um, what are the fruits of that labor, if, if there are any uh, to report on yet. So that's just something that I'm personally interested about eBay. One quick note. Nokia is reporting this week uh, on the 4th, I believe, uh, on Thursday. So that's either before open or after close. I'm not particularly sure, but hopefully you listen to this in time to do your due diligence, due diligence and check. Um, it's a heavily shorted stock. Uh, so all the people that are really into the whole short squeeze hype, um, this one's dedicated for you. Uh, you just have to absolutely be making sure that you understand the risks uh, implied in investing into a company like this, especially during earnings, hoping for a short squeeze. You need so many things to go right for this to play out in your favor that you're really, really asking for it. Yes, 
you could invest a lot of money and you could make a life-changing amount of money. I will never take that away from you and I always believe there's a slim chance that that could happen. But for all the slim chances that happen and that show up on Wall Street Bets, there are hundreds of thousands of dollars lost because of people attempting to be the next D, what's his name, Deep Value guy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the middle name, but there, a lot of people blow up. And just to you know, take us back in in time, because this podcast has been on for like a year and a half, a long time ago. There used to be a section of the podcast where I would name people that go out and do do big YOLOs and they talk about it before they cash out, right? It's like, basically, if someone said, hey, look at my YOLO, uh, pray for me. And it's like a screenshot of someone that just bought like 100 calls out the money that expires like this coming Friday. And then I would shout them out on the podcast and I'd follow up what happened to them at the at, like on the next episode or the next two episodes and i think it was like four for four like it was loss for loss um and if i had kept that going there would be a lot more visible to the average listener but right now there's no one really keeping tabs on that kind of stuff so you really do get this survivor bias type of um news feed when you or content feed, I don't want to call that news, but there's a very survivor bias focused um, content feed that you get when you digest like Wall Street bets or just Reddit in general or just news media right now. Because a lot of the news right now is about the little man sticking it to the big man. And everyone wants to be that hero. Everyone, whether if it's intrinsically motivated with just strictly money or whether if it's still intrinsically motivated, but for ego, um, there's just a lot to be lost. Uh, and I just don't want you guys and girls to silently blow up, right? Like, all I want you to do is have fun. I don't care if you invest a small amount of money and make it big. I don't care if you invest a big amount of money and make it big. I just hope you continue to be a good person and that if you did blow up, you don't feel like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to listen to anybody anymore. This is all rigged and this is whatever. Like, just understand that no matter what happens, if you make it big, I'm going to say congratulations. If you take a fat loss, I'm going to say, you know what? It's all good. You can have a plan. You can make it back. Just come back to the stream. Keep listening to the podcast, whatever. I'm not going to make fun of you. This is the community where you come back to in case you feel ever lost or alone or numb or anything that might have happened when you know the that whole Robin Hood um, brokerage situation happened. So just understand if you need somewhere to go, if you feel like the world is ending, there's always a solution out, especially when it comes to stocks. There's always a solution. Some solutions might take ages, but there is always a solution. That's it. Right. Uh, this week, no website updates. Um, just a couple bug fixes that are marginal. Um, but also, just want to do a quick note and tab on Dogecoin. Uh, a lot of 
hype is around Dogecoin. If you don't know what Dogecoin is, it is a cryptocurrency birthed, born from a meme a long time ago. Um, it's pretty supported, um, meaning you know there's a lot of people mining it, um, and it's just the meme currency of the week. Uh, Elon Musk is known for not backing it, but he mentions it a few times on uh, like the memes he might post. And so, and a lot of people already treat Tesla stock like a meme. A lot of people just firmly believe in Elon Musk and what he has to bring. Um, and, you know, there might be talks about how Dogecoin might be the currency of choice for Mars and all of this speculative stuff. Beyond all of this, and this is where I draw the line of where how much I'm willing to invest and how much I'm willing to not invest. The main point that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about, and I have Twitch chat here with me right now, and I, and I hope most of Twitch chat already knows this, but the main reason why you should not go all in on Dogecoin, like you might think you might want to do later this week. If you haven't found about Dogecoin, but you start looking at it and you're like, oh wow, this is actually super sick. I'm gonna invest going all in. Dogecoin, just like puts and calls, has some form of <laughs> of decay. Okay. And what I mean by that is there's an infinite supply of Dogecoin. A lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people are are flaming in their chairs right now saying, Judy, but it's to fight inflation. And did you know that coins always get, uh, did you know that coins always get lost and stuff and people lose their digital wallets? And just, oh, why are you, why are you talking bad about Dogecoin? You're ruining the pump. Oh. Right, and so just heed that warning with everything you do with cryptocurrency. Bitcoin has a novelty of that it's scarce. There eventually it will run out, and if you don't get Bitcoin before uh, it runs out, then you're left with no Bitcoin. You gotta get Bitcoin for someone else and all that stuff. That's kind of cool, whatever. But Dogecoin never runs out. Now, this doesn't also mean it's a waterfall, right? Dogecoin doesn't just pump out trillions, 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 trillions like every day, but it's a sizable amount. There will always be Dogecoin for everybody, which is why I personally like Dogecoin. I like Dogecoin because it's like the only cryptocurrency that I think I'll actually ever spend. And if you know my Twitter, you know that's my like renowning opinion about like, uh, just cryptocurrency in general, how it's not really a currency. People aren't using it like a currency. And uh, Dogecoin is just one of those coins that's just, it's funny enough where like if you tip somebody on Reddit or something that maybe that's Dogecoin, you need to make sure that you understand what you're investing in. A lot of people on the Dogecoin Twitter, you know what, uh, we're doing this live. We're going to talk about Dogecoin as I'm just trailing Twitter. So I'm going down Twitter right now, and as I'm scrolling down, I see waiting for Elon Musk to start spaceship with rocket emoji, chart going up into the right emoji with the flame emoji with the with Dogecoin, uh, with the Doge in an astronaut suit. That's super sick. Um, here's another one. Got high and bought 6,900 Dogecoin a couple of nights ago. 
Welcome me brothers with a Mimi Dogecoin GIF. Nice. Um, let's see. This is the way. Keep it going. Nice. That's not a pump at all. Um, I still expect massive Doge swings today, followed by a massive pump tomorrow into the week. Go Doge coins. Sick, dude. Uh, <laughs> like this is not like healthy. That that's not a healthy market. I've never. I've never had to justify people buying an asset that I wanted to buy, okay? Like, I don't go out there screaming, oh my god, you need to buy NVIDIA right now, you need to buy NVIDIA, go NVIDIA, yes, NVIDIA, yes, or or Apple, or, or any of those, right? People understand that that's actually worth something, okay? <laughs> like, not saying that Dogecoin is worthless. Like I said, like Dogecoin is like the currency that I would, cryptocurrency I would most likely use. But there comes a time where like you don't need to hear other people justifying a position if the technology is good, if this company is good, if the purpose or goal is good. Like you don't hear people like shilling, um, you know, renewables as hard as you hear people shilling dogecoin like it, it, there's a huge disparity of how this works and people think oh yeah i'm gonna pump this dogecoin up because it's gonna free mankind but really they just want a couple more thousand dollars so they could buy that louis bag or they could buy uh i don't know some sort of vacation somewhere or something it's it's very backwards and that, i just want to shed some light on dogecoin because I have some Dogecoin. I should have said that early. I have some Dogecoin. See, I am pretty neutral when it comes to crypto. Like, I don't care if my crypto position goes to zero. I just want to let everyone know that Dogecoin has an infinite supply. It is to fight inflation. It is to fight, um, um, whatchamacallit. It's to fight, like, lost Dogecoin. Um, fighting inflation was not the right word. Um, it's to just keep... Uh, there being a mining incentive so that people keep on mining uh, Dogecoin as well as um, just, yeah, making sure that it's plentiful enough where people want to spend it. And I like that purpose. So whether or not Dogecoin hits a dollar, which is what everyone's like target goal on Twitter is, that's cool. But I'm not praying that it gets there. I don't care if it gets there or not. I just thought Dogecoin was cool to have because it is the one that I'm most likely going to spend, right? So there's that. Alrighty, here we go. So I want to record this as best as I can in one take. Um, but if you hear a blip, then it didn't happen. Um, a lot of people have been asking me what my opinion is on GameStop and AMC, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond. All these shorted companies skyrocketing and Robinhood with Citadel and that being in the news. And then um, talking about like how maybe like what Tastyworks is doing, but then uh, I had to clarify like, oh, it seems like all the brokers are putting restrictions. Some are taking them some off earlier than others. And it's just a whole lot. There's a lot to keep track of right now. Um, being so deep into the market and being this person that seems to, um, you know, 
help other people and I, there's this like personal responsibility that I feel like I need to have to um, or uphold in order to like <laughs> be relevant. Um, but personally, I don't look at the news too much in terms of like the, all this short squeeze stuff happening. Um, and I kind of want to pass that advice to you. It's like, if you feel like this is getting too much and a lot of times the stock market, a lot of it becomes too much. If you need to take a break, absolutely take a break. If you feel like, um, you know, especially if you just recently got got, or if you, if you made a killing, you should take a break too. Um, there's no reason why you need to consistently play in this. I understand that you might also be bored in quarantine. So that's this is just something fun that you can do on the side. But there's just a lot of scary, greedy behavior that's happening. And it's not just strictly from the hedge funds. So a lot of you know this week has been me just harping on the people that say, oh, you hold the line or don't sell your AMC or GameStop positions. Uh, we'll stick it to the man. And that's just really, it, it, it comes from a good place and I totally get it. Like if you are feeling alone and Wall Street Bets is like the community that you vibe with, because that was me probably like, honestly, like two and a half years ago, right? Like I don't think I was that happy and um, I was bored, I had a good amount of money, and I did Wall Street Bets type of stuff, and um, I found solace, is that what the word is, in the Wall Street Bets community, and um, there's like some camaraderie there, like sure, the words are derogatory, the, the jokes are kind of mundane, or oh, it gets mundane <laughs> at some point, <laughs> after you get jaded to it, um, but the camaraderie there, I want to just talk about like that if someone is saying like hold the line don't sell your shares and all this stuff i can promise you that they will sell their shares before you right like you should not be listening to the person next to you on the internet for stock advice especially if you get into a scenario where like you're in this very volatile position that where timing really really matters Right, you should not be putting yourself in a scenario where you're in a discussion thread that's not even real time. Right, it's not real time messaging. It's like creating posts and replying to posts. And you have to like pray that they see your mention and then they answer back like, "Oh, did you sell yet?" Or and that person's like, "No, not yet. I'm about to soon." And you're like, "Oh, when did you let me know when you sell?" That's a scenario where you should avoid at all costs. If you get into one of these volatile scenarios, you need to assume all the risk this is very 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 uncharted territory i agree it is good territory in some aspects i like that the hedge funds have to own up to it and if they get bailed out whatever that's something that we need to come together protest about make a org page about make it more aware whatever the the way to beat this is not putting your portfolio at risk okay so say for example and i've mentioned this millions of times you want to get to the 25k mark so bad you want to day trade with everybody else on wall street bets because maybe you're a teenager that like saved up all the money from summer and all the christmas money all the birthday money and you're like at you're like at 13k and you're like wow you know what if i just bought gamestop calls and just got like a 12k bump i could finally start to day trade 
And so you start getting into that mentality and then you put it in. You put the money in. And then you start thinking to yourself, wow, I'm part of a revolution. This is going to change the world. We're sticking to the man. Yes. And then you get to 25K. The, the day happens. and It finally happens. And you you don't pull out. Because you're, you're like, you know what? This is about sticking to the man. I don't care about what happens. This is money that sh- this is money that I worked hard for. But you know what? I could afford to lose this money because I'm so young. And then the halt happens. No one's allowed to close their options positions. No one's allowed to open new positions. And you are so mad. You're furious with Robinhood, you're furious with whoever your broker is that restricted you from closing your position on time or doubling down your position in case if you had a bad entry. And you're in this scenario where, dude, you could have exited for a sizable profit and been fine. You could have done it, but you didn't because you were sticking it to the man. It's not up to you to stick it to the man. It's it's up to who you vote for. It's up to the people in Congress. It's up to you know who you support, the causes you donate to, the message that you spread. You should not put your portfolio at risk to stick it to the man. It's it might feel good, right? That you know you put some money towards you know making them liquidate their their short position. Or liquidate their other stocks, which might be the cause reason why you know futures are so down right now. Whatever, but you can stick it to the man in a million other different ways. You do not have to buy calls or buy shares to stick it to the man. And I wish I could just blatantly go outside with a megaphone and t- and scream it in the megaphone outside. But there's just I live in a neighborhood where there's not gonna be that many investors, and it's, <laughs> that's not gonna make any sense. um but i hope that that clicks with some of you right like there's so many more proactive ways to stick it to the man so don't try to lie about making your position your bullish position at gamestop about sticking to the man i respect people that want to just get in and get out with a profit like i respect that so much if you want to get into gamestop and you want to get a sizable amount of profit and bounce Sick, dude. Use all the technical analysis you want. I won't even call that oogla boogla. I'll give you the respect on that. I won't diss you at all. If you go in and you say, boom, I got in when the RSI was 20. I exited when the RSI is 80. And it just the MACD just converged. I, I'll, I, won't even, I won't even rip on you. I will not say anything. I will just say, congrats, dude. Or congrats, girl. That was super sick. But don't lie to me and say, this is for sticking it to the man. Because that is so, it's such a lie. (laughs) It's such a lie. And it's so triggering to me, right? I'm getting triggered because it's like like stolen valor almost. Like, dude, just admit that it's for your own benefit and that's cool. Because I feel like I personally get in trouble when if i make fun of you and you're like oh all i'm doing is trying to stick it to the man you don't gotta pick on me oh are you on the hedge fund side it's like no no 
I'm not on the hedge fund side. I'm on the side. Uh, I'm on the side lines, dude. I'm just watching this from afar um, while you put your portfolio at risk uh, while pretending that it's to change the world. And it's not to change the world. It's to get a couple thousands of dollars. Or, you know, if you're someone special, like, you know, deep F value, then it's millions of dollars, which is congrats. I want to let it be known that, like, I don't, I might not condone that behavior, but I think it's super sick that he made a lot of money, right? I don't, I don't put down anything to do with him. Like he stuck it through it all. Uh, he was made fun of on Reddit like a year ago, and he has screenshots on. It. I thought that was super sick. That's something I totally do, because um, a lot of people make fun of me on Twitter, and I have screenshots of people that made fun of me on Twitter. <laughs> but I just don't have I, I don't have the, the, that ego to actually post the screenshots. Like I'm not that petty. <laughs> um, but I digress. So that's just my general feeling about all this is I hope that if you do decide to do this, you take it upon yourself to accept the responsibility of whatever that whatever can happen. This is uncharted territory. If you go in and you do um, if you buy GameStop calls, GameStop puts because you think it's gone up so high, uh, and then all out of nowhere the market halts, I want you to understand that it's that's your fault. Okay, if you have another plan, and we talked about this in the Twitch chat earlier when I wasn't recording, if you have another plan that's working really well, I have a lot of people um, in Discord that um, wheel Amazon or that do huge put credit spreads on Amazon, and it works for them. It's not something I would personally do, but it works for them, and they continuously do it, and it makes them a lot of money, and it's a, it, it's really cool to see in real time. That works for them, but what I also don't see them do is buy GameStop calls. You have to understand and look at what the successful people are doing, right? Maybe hedge funds a year ago, you would just always think like, oh, this this is this hedge fund is successful because they have a lot of money. They must have got there somehow, whatever. Um, but now this the narrative is changing just a little bit, right? So now that you see the hedge fund hedge funds plural blow up, right? You see them blow up. Then it changes, just changes everything. It changes how everyone should look at trading, and you see, oh, what works and what doesn't. Um, and just looking at trades on ThetaGain.com, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna only shameless plug that, but if you go on any of your other favorites, I don't know who else, what other platform really shares trades. To be honest, like if you go on Twitter, yeah, someone might say that they bought this, but like, how do you, how do you, how are you gonna follow up on that? Are you gonna leave a comment or? Um, or if you go on stock tweets, whatever, understand and try to find the people that you really respect that you can trust and then follow trades that you know that they do well. And then also look at the trades that they don't do. Um, if you surround yourself with people that consistently engage in very risky behavior, for example, me two and a half years ago when I was lonely, sad, and very deep into Wall Street bets, you're going to be influenced by a lot of people that are not that good for you, right? Like This is me being the parent saying like, you know, I want you to have friends and I want you to have fun, but like just be careful of the friends you choose 
when you get into that territory of changing your life for the better or worse. If you have, again, if you're that, um, I don't know, 18-year-old kid uh, that saved up 15K, working really hard at that minimum wage job and all that stuff, you owe it to yourself to just be extra careful. And this is your reminder. You can absolutely, when Monday opens, you can buy calls you, uh, on GameStop. When Monday opens, you can buy puts on GameStop. I don't care. All I care about is that you make it out okay, whether or not you make a huge gain or a huge loss. But like I said in the early in the podcast, in this podcast episode, in the event that you blow up, understand that ThetaGain.com is a welcoming place. Okay? And the stream and the podcast, this is a welcoming place. If you blow up, don't be scared or intimidated to come back. No one's going to make fun of you. Um, and if you make huge gains, come back and say hi, right? Like it, this, it's not a, it's not, this is not like a, it, this is not a war or anything. Like you don't need to prove me wrong. You don't need to prove me right. This is just a welcoming place in the event that like, you know, something bad happens. This is just more in dedication to like Alex Kearns and, and everything about that, right? Like I want to make sure that if you get yourself in a scenario where, you know, you had previously thought, I could lose this money. This isn't that much money. Uh, and then you lose it, and then you start thinking to yourself, wow, I really couldn't afford to lose it. I actually missed that money a lot. There's always a way out. Even if you realize your losses, you can start trading with a plan. You can start investing with a plan, saving money with a plan. There's always a way out. So I'm going to end this section with that. I feel like I've said just about everything that I want to say, at least in one take. And... Um, yeah, I, I really do hope that uh, you do trade responsibly this week. It's, there's going to be a lot of headlines, lots of scary news. Just keep your head between your shoulders and try to be safe. Thanks. Alrighty, uh, you can go and follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang, uh, and where I stream at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, last week was the biggest turnout ever in the stream's history, um, and I think it's mainly due to the GameStop news. So this week we should see it dying down just a little bit more. Sorry if your questions couldn't get answered last time, uh, but this week will be uh, much better, I, I assume. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang, and you can email me at Juni at ThetaGang.com. Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That is Theta Gang, one word, all caps. I want to give a extended shout out to. Uh, <laughs> this is the <laughs> section of the podcast where <laughs> I need to awkwardly pull up the list because I did not prepare for it. XD. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to keep it running and keep it running. This is a thank you to Majadir, Justwin, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay-Z, and Miko, Steve Bounce, Emotion, PFM, DJ Mac 86, Pacro, Boop, Mitch 87, HSN IV, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, Multima 2MC, 
statistically random Tom Hamas, BK Trey, Big Potato, WHH4000, New Island Bell, Wheaton, Lick Lur, Cheese, Maltman, Chibonis, NM, M Hayden, Little MBK, Metal Dum Dum, Grandpa95, Casino, Leo Jetson, Johnny5, Fancy Wolf, Bisu, Engine, Nate the River, Descendant, Murph King, Orpheus, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner, Central Saltwater, Care Lord, Skeletor, Razor, Reserve with the Jester, Christy McKean Boy, Hermes Kaput, Rest of Your Shifty, AG, and Ensis88. Holy moly. And then real quickly, I want to give a shout out to everybody that's in the Twitch chat right now. And that's Astrid9000, B-Rad, Home Diggity, Carbon, Chap, Cheese, uh, Donut Smuggler, Droop Dog, Father Gaz. Oh, hey, you're here. Ghost K, 100 Grams, which is also <laughs> AKA Gnaw, uh, Idolara, Jarrett, Kaput, Lieutenant Dub. <laughs> I don't remember if that's actually Lieutenant Dub or not. Or... <laughs> Minty Fresh 360, Mr. Miyagi 808, uh, Rob G10, Sir Astrior, Stee Catsy, Sultan of Slight, Tom Toms, Tom Hamas. Oh, there's two Toms here. Unvery, VNK, Virgo Pros, and Juan XD. Oh boy. Uh, here we go. Yeah, that's it.